Well, once again, I'm speaking with Nielsville District Administrator John Geyer. And of course, the uh, Nielsville School Board held their monthly June meeting this past Monday. And uh, there are a long list of items on the agenda. We're going to go through a few of those. And uh, the first one is uh, there was discussion and possible action on facilities and grounds upgrades and purchases. Uh, Was there any action on that item? There were no actions on those, uh, no bids to act on or anything at this past meeting, but we did get a facilities report update. Uh, we are in the middle of uh, our construction phase in the elementary, and things are going very well, knock on wood. Uh, and uh, we know that we're always under a time crunch in schools of getting the work done uh, so that school can reopen in the fall. But uh, the contractors that we're working with are doing a great job. We actually uh, found out uh, once we got the HVAC system folks in here that there was a way to save some money from the original plan. So um, we were able to, to uh, do that uh, at a change order. So that was uh, that was always good news when uh, uh, you're starting to save money in these projects, then then spend it. But uh, the projects are going well. Uh, People wouldn't recognize the place right now, uh, (laughs) but uh, we hope to get it put back together very soon and and have really almost a brand spanking new building in that elementary. So I think uh, everybody's looking forward to that. And uh, when we have open house in the fall, I hope uh, lots of people come in and, and take a look at what we have and, and what they help support. So we certainly appreciate that as well. All right. Excellent. Uh, another item on the agenda was the uh, Achievement Gap Reduction Report. And I, you know, I believe we've talked about this in the past, but if you could uh, remind our listeners exactly what that report is. Sure. That is a uh, one of the areas that help uh, uh, kids in grades five-year-old kindergarten and grade three uh, make sure that we keep reading gaps and mathematic gaps low uh, and making sure that uh, we're addressing the, each of those kids' needs in those early grades because we find that the earlier that we can keep those gaps reduced, the, the less those gaps occur in older grades. So it's really an important time in early learning for our kids. But it impacts uh, grades five-year-old kindergarten through grade three. What it allows us to do is to have smaller class sizes. But in order to be eligible for that funding, you have to uh, be able to show that you're improving uh, your scores in reading and in mathematics. So each year, uh, our elementary school staff set the goals for the kids and their proficiency rates. And um, those then are measured uh, routinely throughout the year to make sure the kids are making the gains that uh, we hope that they that they make. Uh, the um, goals that we set each year become more rigorous each year for kids as they start to move through the program. And we're seeing great results from kids in both reading and math achievement uh, as we go through that. So that's a real credit to our families who are supporting uh, those efforts at home and certainly our staff that uh, work so hard with those uh, early learners. All right, excellent. Uh, Another thing I wanted to touch on is the uh, board discussed the 2023 and 24 academic standards and educational options. Can you talk about that a little bit? Sure. Each year, every school district in the state of Wisconsin has to uh, approve 
a level of academic standards, whether it's their own, whether it's the state's academic standards. We approve the state academic standards for our school uh, and all of the different um, uh, learning areas or department areas uh, in the school. We accept those standards as the standards that we uh, work under and meet. We also have to list, and people can go onto our website and see these uh, as well. Uh, we are required to post them on our website. So if you go under our district uh portion of our website, you can find all of our public notices for academic standards and all of the other public notices that we are required to have out there. Uh, our school accountability report is on there and all of the educational options that are offered in our district are on there as well. And we're tremendously proud of all of the options our kids have for a, a sound basic education that gets them ready for their next steps in life. So people can go out and take a look at that on our website. Um, but that is something that we do have to approve annually. All right. Excellent. And uh, another thing I wanted to bring up is there were a couple of uh, uh, action items on some memberships for the district, uh, including uh, WIRSA, WAEF, and WIAA. Could you explain um, exactly what uh, each of those groups are and, and why the district uh, is a member of them? Sure. Most people are familiar with the WIAA. That's the athletic uh, membership that we are a part of in our high school. Those That is the organization that hosts all of the state tournaments and the tournament series. Uh, that is at no cost to school districts. Uh, by uh, the WIAA, through um, fundraising, through the commercials that they have when they televise the tournaments, and tickets that they sell during tournament series uh, help offset any cost to districts, so there is no cost to the membership of that. Uh, and if you're not a member of that, then your schools couldn't participate in those tournament series. So uh, we're happy to be members of that WIAA uh, so that kids have an opportunity to participate in those activities. Uh, the uh, RSA or WURSA membership is the Rural Schools Association. There's an association that uh, represents the rural schools in Wisconsin and the needs of the rural schools. We've been a member of that for many years. The um, uh, membership is very affordable at $500, but it gives us a uh, combined voice with other school districts uh, that uh, resemble us in rural communities and the needs that we have, and, and they're a great advocate for us. The WAEF is the Wisconsin Association for Equity and Funding. That's an association that really fights for school and taxpayer fairness in the state of Wisconsin, meaning that um, we try to make sure in that organization that kids have equal opportunities for great educations regardless where they live in the state. Um, this year, the Wisconsin Association for Equity and Funding has been very successful in getting the legislature to pass a low revenue ceiling increase. Uh, for people that don't know, schools across the state of Wisconsin are funded significantly at significantly different rates based on their student count, which means that a student in a low revenue district last year uh, a school would get credit for $10,000 for that student. In another district in the state of Wisconsin, those, those kids would have been counted at $20,000. 
per student. So there was a huge difference between the low revenue districts and the high revenue districts. We were pleased to be able to get that uh, low revenue limit raised $1,000, so that'll be 11000 this year. Uh, uh, it is an association that just fights for equal opportunity for kids uh, and communities across the state without hindering uh, taxpayers in those more rural or more high poverty districts. All right. Excellent. Very good. And uh, now the uh, board also approved setting a temporary fund 10 budget for the next school year. Uh, can you explain why uh, districts need to do that from year to year? Sure. For, so if those that don't know uh, may not be familiar with the fact that school districts run on a July 1 to June 30th fiscal year. And every public school district in the state is required to have an annual meeting each year. Our annual meeting isn't until the end of August, but with the new budget starting on July 1st, we have to have a temporary budget set in order to operate and pay bills and do those things uh, until that annual meeting when uh, everyone in our community uh, that our taxpayers and uh, live in our community and are of voting age can come in uh, and do that annual meeting and help us set the budget at that time. Uh, the budget amount this year was $13,200,000, which is the, the total amount of the budgets, uh, uh, the proposed budget that we have, at least temporarily. Uh, after we get through our audit um, and take a look at uh, exactly where we are with funding, uh, that budget will be adjusted for the annual meeting. And then uh, at that annual meeting in August, uh, we will take all of that information to the taxpayers and uh, allow them to have their say uh, in that uh, proposed budget. All right, excellent. And um, another thing I wanted to touch on too is the board did approve authorizing yourself to do investments for the next school year, which is something I think a lot of people don't realize that school districts and even cities do um, can you kind of explain that a little bit? Sure. Uh, we get different fund. We get our different funding at different times. We get our tax collections twice a year. There are four times a year where school districts get their general aid, which in high poverty districts uh, is significant money. Um, so. Uh, we get those at different times during the year, and we don't need it all at one time. This can be said for the uh, referendum funds now. The $12,500,000 that was approved for our referendum, we will get that money borrowed, but we will not need that money because we're looking at this being over a three-year project mm -hmm. uh, to get all of our schools updated. So during the times that we don't need that money, we can invest that money in safe investment uh, in safe with safe investment strategies, meaning that the principle of the money is never at risk. So we put that money out um, for uh, uh, interest bids to find out uh, who can provide us the best bids for those funds. Uh, and then we invest those funds until they are needed. So we have different amounts coming out at different times. Uh, we also have an agreement with the, the local bank that we use uh, for our depository, who um, sweeps our different accounts every day and then gives us an interest level, uh, an interest rate based on the money market value um, as we move forward. So we're earning interest on all of that money. So the more that we can invest over time, the more uh, interest that we have. Now, there are some districts, and Nielsville is not included in these, 
but there are some districts that don't, uh, that aren't able to meet all of their bills with the funds that they have because they don't have a large enough fund balance in order to cash flow everything during the year. And those people actually have to go out and borrow funds. Mm -hmm. So that kind of creates double jeopardy for them and the fact that uh, they're, they're not only um, uh, don't have the funds to pay all of their bills on time, they actually have to go out and borrow funds in order to do that, which means they pay interest on a, a loan instead of earning interest on the money that they have. And fortunately, Nielsville is in a position where they can do some investing and, and earn some money on the money that they don't need right away. All right, excellent. And, uh, and then another item I wanted to touch on is, of course, uh, the community is always very generous to the Nielsville School District, and the uh, uh, board did approve another donation this past month. Can you just uh, talk about that? Sure. Our Nielsville Booster Club, which is tremendously active and has so many uh, outstanding volunteers that put in time, uh, uh, we're so thankful for that. Um, they donated some uh, in, uh, some items for our baseball and softball teams, uh, and they donated the entire amount of those purchases, which is just short of $900, so we're always appreciative of the willingness for the volunteers that, that uh, help support the Booster Club and, and certainly the Booster Club's support of, uh, of the school activities that we have here and the kids that are involved in those activities. So kudos again to the Booster Club and to everybody in our community that, uh, that supports uh, our schools so well. All right, excellent. And uh, another item I kind of wanted to touch on too was uh, actually something that uh, Mr. Anderson mentioned in his report to the board about a Nielsville student that uh, will graduate not only with his high school diploma, but a technical diploma from CVTC as well. And can you just kind of talk about that and how Nielsville is involved in different programs like that? Sure. We had a student that was involved in an academy for small engine repair, and he was doing it in an academy that gives both high school and Chippewa Valley Technical College credit at the time. So it's a dual credit. It's called a dual credit program. Uh, but he was attending an academy in Osseo. So he would go to actually Osseo each day and he would be involved in this academy where he was getting both high school and college credit. Um, and when he was completed with that course, he not only completed all the requirements for his high school diploma, but he, he uh, um, accomplished all of his credits for uh, the technical college credit as well, uh, or the technical technical college degree. So he actually graduated, I believe, from Chippewa Valley Technical College a couple weeks before he graduated from Nielsville High School. But that's one of those educational opportunities that are out there for our kids that uh, that many of us, when we were in school, never had the opportunity to do. Uh, it's it's just an incredible opportunity for our kids to pursue what they want to do, maybe for a lifetime as a career, and uh, get those credits free of charge to them uh, in order to uh, get the degree that they want to pursue. And uh, we have many, many kids taking advantage of things like this, but uh, he was really a great story for us. All right, excellent. Uh, well, we've covered a lot of topics so far here uh, in this interview, but is there anything else, anything else that uh, you would like to touch on that uh, we may not have already discussed? 
Yeah, just uh, just a reminder to people that uh, we are out there on social media. So if you haven't gone uh, and uh, liked us on Facebook uh, or Twitter, uh, you can go out there and do that. We also, if you check the your app store for the school district of Nielsville, there is an app out there that will give you up daily updates on the kinds of things that are going on here. And so you'll have access to that uh, at all times on your phone. Um, So make sure that you're taking advantage of uh, our social media. We have over uh, 2,300, I think, uh, touches each month on our Facebook page. So there's a lot of people out there uh, taking advantage of that. So uh, make sure that you take advantage of our social media and keep up with what's going on uh, here at the school district of Nielsville.